From WIS Politics in Madison, you're listening to Capital Chats. Hello, everybody. This is Kate Morton with WISPolitics.com here with a Capital Chats podcast brought to you by Spectrum. Today, I'm here with my colleague Adam Kelnhofer, who recently interviewed Department of Veterans Affairs Secretary James Bond. So, Adam, tell us a little bit about that conversation. Hi, Kate. Yeah, I got to catch up with Secretary Bond recently. We talked primarily about budget priorities uh, because it is budget season and the Department of Veterans Affairs, like other departments, has quite a few asks. And uh, a lot of those asks seem to focus on improving care at the three veterans' homes that the DVA oversees. And one of those is the Union Grove Veterans Home, which has been uh, the subject of a lot of controversy. Even so much so that last year, some Wisconsin members of Congress submitted a letter asking for some answers on why some there are asking for some answers on why there are some major quality of care issues at the Union Grove Veterans Home. So let's just get right into it. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining me to today's uh, Capital Chats podcast. Today, I'm joined by Department of Veterans Affairs Secretary James Bond to talk about some of the most interesting updates in the Department of Veterans Affairs and its budget season. So we are going to be focusing on budget issues. So welcome to the show, Secretary Bond. Thank you, Adam, for having me. And uh, just for clarification's sake, you don't also go by 007, do you? (laughs) Um, Yes, I do, as a matter of fact, so that works for me. Actually, I'd like to share with you, I was in the Marine Corps for four and a half years. I was stationed with a John Lennon, Van Halen, and Jimi Hendrix. And uh, when I got out of the Marine Corps and returned back to Wisconsin, my CVSO, County Veteran Service Officer here in Dane County, was Michael Jackson. And when I joined the Department of Veterans Affairs in 2010, our chief legal was Jimmy Stewart. So there's a lot of us celebrity types out there. <laughs> oh, you have uh, you've worked with a star-studded cast, it sounds like. <laughs> All right. So um, I just want to let's go to the budget right here for, right away. Um, so, so what are the top budget priorities for the Department of Veterans Affairs this year? Well, um, the top budget priorities for us is, is that, you know, obviously Governor Evers include um, budget funding um, for the improvement of our homes. Um, a master plan for our king, um, investments in the homes, funding to assist um, or assess rather the long-term care needs of veterans and funding um, for recruitment and retention of our employees. Um, There's also been um, a lot of focus in the governor's budget with respect to um, providing funding for vital services that will help our at-risk veterans needing home, housing assistance, uh, employment, uh, substance abuse recovery, mental health support services, and much more. All right. Uh, sounds like a comprehensive list. Yes. So, um, I want to touch on the Union Grove Veterans Home because that's been in the news for uh, the last few years for some, mm-hmm. some issues with the quality of care there. Um, there's actually been uh, quite a few members of Congress from Wisconsin have asked for some answers on what's going on at Union Grove and some improvement. So can you kind of give our listeners an update about how things are going in Union Grove? Certainly. First of all, I just want to let you know that WDVA oversees three state veterans homes, one in Chippewa Falls, King, and at Union Grove. Uh, These are great homes. Uh, We provide top quality care. 
And we have great staff working for us at all three of those facilities. Um, are there challenges? Um, most definitely there are challenges. We're certainly aware of that, but uh, we're not alone. Um, as you may know, nursing homes across the state and the nation have been struggling with staffing challenges long before this administration and certainly long before I joined the department in 2010. Um, the COVID pandemic obviously just exacerbated the challenges. And at WDVA, we are committed to doing everything that we can to meet these challenges head on as we move forward. You know, as I mentioned, uh, the governor's budget includes providing direct uh, funding to improve the homes. Um, in addition to those, um, those um, priorities that the governor has outlined in his budget, uh, my team is also working to put together um, surveys so that we can hear directly from the members and our staff and their family members about um, the operations of the homes and how things are going. And uh, I'm going to create a work group that's actually going to analyze the results of the survey so that uh, we can look at both short-term and long-term goals to improve um, the conditions um, at the homes. Additionally, we're going to be um, doing a full operational assessment of both Union Grove and King um, to make targeted long-term ch um, changes that will make the campuses a better place uh, to live and work. So yes, there have been challenges. Um, the governor's budget addresses uh, many of those challenges and uh, we have plans in place to, to move forward and try to look at some of those operational issues and to improve um, the success down there at the homes. Have you been able to talk with any of the members of the Joint Finance Committee to kind of try to drive home some of the importance of some of these budget issues to, to the Department of Veterans Affairs? I've had the opportunity to speak to Joint Finance at this point. I have spoken to a few uh, members of the legislature um, as a part of the confirmation process and stuff, but um, I have been communicating a lot with veteran service organizations in my travels across the state and in meetings and stuff that I've been holding here at the department, um, talking about my priorities here in the department and talking about the governor's budget initiatives and obviously the, the situation dealing with the homes. Does, does it sound like those joint finance committee members, are they pretty receptive to these budget asks or do you think they're going to, are they going to cut that out? And if they do cut it out, do you think is there enough in the Department of Veterans Affairs to kind of resolve a lot of these issues? I, I remain optimistic, Adam, that, uh, that the governor's proposals will get passed, um, but it's now in the hands of the legislature. Um, but again, I remain optimistic. And uh, I know that in the end, um, the legislature will support the governor's budget initiatives and do what's right for veterans here in the state of Wisconsin. All right. Um, I want to talk a little bit more about uh, you, actually, because you haven't been in the news a lot lately, um, but you have a, a pretty important job in the state. And um, you, you've come in with with some issues in the department that weren't necessarily there because of you or at all or anything. But um, what do you think gives you in your background? Uh, what do you think gives you what it takes to kind of take some of these issues on? Well, first, um, I want you to know that um, I have worked, I've got three decades of service, uh, service to the nation, service to the state of Wisconsin, and service to veterans here in Wisconsin. Um, I've worked as a public servant here in Wisconsin for the past 28 years um, in several leadership positions at the Department of Workforce Development, 
and then joined the Department of Veterans Affairs back in 2010, serving as administrator um, in two different divisions, and then most recently as the deputy secretary, and then currently as the secretary of the department. So I've got a lot of leadership experience um, that comes with me and stuff, and um, I'm just looking forward to working with um, with the governor to um, to advance the needs of veterans here in Wisconsin. I will say, Adam, that I'm very happy and very honored to serve as secretary of on the Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, a representation, I'm uh, the first openly LGBT secretary to serve, and uh, representation does matter. You know, having a seat at the table does matter. And uh, Governor Evers understands this and appoints qualified individuals with diverse backgrounds um, to serve on his team. Um, when I joined the department in 2010, um, I was looking at a wall of current and former secretaries of the department, and there was only one African-American secretary. And I, I was looking at that picture, and I saw myself in this African-American person, and I thought to myself, you know, someday I could become secretary. And then in 2019, Governor Evers appoints Mary Kohler, the first and only woman to serve as secretary of this department. And then most recently um, appointed me as secretary, the first openly LGBTQ um, secretary. And I can tell you, as we move forward, other people will walk past that role of secretaries. They might be able to identify themselves or see themselves in those um, secretaries and say to themselves, you know what, someday, I can become secretary. So again, representation does matter. Right. So um, what do you think you, from uh, former Secretary Kolar, what was, uh, if you had to take one, only one thing away from learning under Secretary Kolar, what would it be that you brought into this new position? I would say that I've been fortunate to work under three previous secretaries of this department, both Democrat and Republicans under John Skokos, Ken Black, and Mary Kohler. And I will say that I have nothing but the deepest respect and admiration for all three of those secretaries and um, appreciate all that they have done here in Wisconsin to serve veterans. And um, I was just glad to be a part of their team. All right. Um, what is... Uh... So aside from some of these budget challenges, if you got the opportunity to kind of add to the Department of Veterans Affairs responsibilities, is there anything out there that you wish the department could take on that it currently doesn't handle? Well, I think what I would want to add to what say to that, though, is, is that um, one of my top priorities is strengthening relationships with our stakeholders. Um, I've been sharing with our stakeholders that I've been meeting with over the past few months that, that I can't do this alone. What I mean by that is that I can't serve veterans by myself. Our department can't serve veterans by ourselves. We need all of us working together as stakeholders here in Wisconsin, coming together to address the needs of veterans and um, better serve veterans throughout this state. All right. Well, I think that's uh, all about all we have time for, unless there's anything else you wanted to mention uh, that I haven't touched on. Oh, I think that's good, Adam. I appreciate the time. All right. Well, thank you very much for joining me on today's show. It was a pleasure to have you, and I hope you have a good rest of your week. Thank you. You too. 
Well, Adam, thank you for sharing that interview, and we'll have to keep an eye out on how the budget discussions go in the coming weeks. That's right, Kate. And if our listeners want to read more about the budget and how it's going, they can head over to our website at wispolitics.com and check out the budget blog. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for tuning in to Wispolitics Capital Chats, brought to you by Spectrum. Spectrum.